Hi guys, this is a podcast on Emil Durkheim, A Life and Legacy. This is Paula Acosta. I'm Zuri Smith. And I am Kevin Hall, here to talk to you about Emil Durkheim and his prominent theories and his impact on sociology today. Emil Durkheim is a late 19th century pioneer and grandmaster of French sociology. He was born in France in April 1858 to a Jewish family, and he practically established the discipline of sociology in the country. Durkheim was primarily responsible to lecture on theory, history, and practice of education before establishing the first social science journal in France. Each Saturday morning, he also taught a public lecture course in social science devoted to specialized studies of particular social phenomena, including social solidarity, family and kinship, incest, totemism, suicide, crime, religion, socialism, and law. So while he was um, a professor at this prominent college in France, he was known for exploring the diversification and integration of religion and culture. And his works are influenced by uh, earlier prominent sociologists, Karl Marx and August Comte. It is possible that his interest in religion is due to the immense solidarity felt through the Jewish community at the expense of the Christian anti-Semitism. He was also interested in sociology and human interaction in order to avoid the NAMI. Um, So you have the breakdown of social connections within a community or the collective consciousness. He explored this through uh, the elementary forms of the religious life. Um, Emil Durkheim's interest in anime was also um, shown in his work with suicide. He did a lot of um, studies on suicide in society and most importantly, how capitalism within society led to higher rates of suicide. Um, He went on to theorize four major forms of suicide. Um, He theorized egotistic suicide, altruistic, anomic, and fatalistic suicide. Uh, Suicide rates are often linked to capitalism, areas that are further industrialized or have higher rates. Um, Capitalistic societies also increase individualism and hope, which emphasize the weight of individual choices that are in fact dictated by society. I found it super interesting when we were reading about his work in suicide and how like capitalistic societies and and when we look at America, like our own society, it's definitely capitalistic and there is a huge um, like individualistic like culture here we all make our own decisions or so we think like but how much of our decisions are actually influenced by society and what people are thinking versus what we actually want to do i thought it was also interesting how he had like the four different types of suicide like i I, yeah i guess for for me i'd always just thought like you know somebody commits suicide they commit suicide didn't 
I mean, I knew there was different reasons, but you know, it was just kind of interesting to read about before. Um, I found it really interesting that he tied it to capitalism and industrialization, and that he found that more advanced societies had higher rates of suicide compared to less advanced societies. Yeah, it was like refreshing to kind of, I mean, as morbid of a topic as it is, it was refreshing to read about suicide in this viewpoint because usually we're told it's like psychological issues and he totally thinks the opposite. He denounces the idea that suicide is a psychological problem and rather it is a societal issue um, influencing these people and their choices. Do you guys think he's right about that? I think there's some truth to it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so. I mean, not to say psychological problems aren't an issue, but think about how we treat people with psychological problems within society. And it adds to his point that being disassociated from society, such as in his concept of anime, um, breaks down, you know, people's relations with each other. And that can lead to, um, you know, mental issues, I guess. And then also, at least for me, I didn't really hear about suicide as much growing up, like the reasons why people would do it. And if someone would commit suicide, it was like we weren't allowed to really talk about it or look into what could happen. And I really like that he broke down like different forms. And I found that really interesting. That's interesting too how, I mean, his ideas of suicide kind of tie into his um, one of his other theories of the collective consciousness, which it, it was kind of like what you guys were saying earlier that like he views suicide as this like kind of group thing as opposed to something that's individually going on with a person. Um, so that was also really interesting for me. Yeah, his work on organic solidarity versus mechanical solidarity also kind of parallel this idea of capitalistic societies having increased individualism, where in his viewpoint, mechanical solidarity is primitive cultures that were less diversified with little division of labor, which leads to a more homogenized society, while more civilized societies were more heterogeneous in the fact that people have more choice of labor and choice of, you know, what kind of life they want to live. Kind of makes you wonder if we were, like, human beings are better off, you know, 10,000 years ago or however long than we are now in the societies that we're at. I mean, that's definitely a good point. I think Durkheim would argue, especially with his elementary forms of religious life, that earlier societies were kind of better off with how cohesive they were and the fact that religion did unite them all and it did create these communities that were able to thrive together. Yeah, and I think the idea of primitive, we, we, I think in society today, especially get that mixed up with like, meaning not, socialized or not like i don't know uh advanced but there was social order and there was function to that social order it's just different from the way we understand it right now definitely and a large part of that was due to religion and the 
benefits it gave to society. Yeah, I mean, one could argue that was a social order. And it definitely helped them stay, like, afloat as a community. Yeah. And it helped them, like, grow together. But do you think Durkheim would think of our view, like, America's relationship with religion in today's society and how that affects things like suicide rates in our country or um, nationalism? I mean, he would just, I mean, we are a capitalistic society, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure he would, like, all of his... A lot, or not maybe not all of this, but a lot of his theories would just kind of be proven true just with the way that things are, you know, currently done. And not just the country, but arguably the world as well. That's true. I mean, I feel like suicide rates are definitely very high. Yeah. And it does prove a lot of his theories correct. I definitely agree. I mean, when you look at a country like China, that 9.7 people out of every 100,000 people commit suicide a year compared to America's 13.2 per 100,000 um, individuals dying by suicide every year, which is quite a significant difference um, in terms of averages with how many people in the population. Yeah, and then it's 5.2 out of every 100,000 people in Mexico, so I mean... Which is even lower than America still. Yeah, and China's. It's, it's just very interesting. And it definitely improves his theory. I agree. How do you guys think that he would... I mean, we kind of touched on a little bit, but like, specifically with the pandemic, like, how do you think he would view that, this how America has handled the pandemic or? Yeah, how America's handled it. I definitely think it, his point of individualism has been reflected with our handling in the pandemic. I mean, the list goes on of examples I could provide in terms of the choice to get vaccinated and the problems that that has caused within communities. And can wear a mask and who doesn't feel like wearing a mask exactly fight about it and who's gonna try to just move on or act like it's not real (laughs) i mean the pandemic has influenced businesses politics like it's influenced almost every aspect of human life and it's only been around for two years and it's already changed so much Hundreds of thousands of people are dead. Businesses are in the ground, and I feel like you know, our country. I mean, our country was already divided in many ways, but this created an even larger division of how we react when something big that affects everybody affects everybody. That's true. And then to touch back on like the suicide part, for example, I know at the beginning of COVID, people were really not okay with their mental states and a lot of people unfortunately did commit suicide or ended up in hospitals because of it right yeah i feel like it definitely it definitely affected all of us in a big way definitely well as depressing as 
This has kind of been um, Durkheim's theories have definitely proved to stand the test of time throughout um, the decades. And um, yeah, that has been Emil Durkheim, A Life and Legacy. Is there anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up? No, no, not really. Okay, awesome. Well, thank, thanks everyone for listening. See you next time.